welcome to Knitting in Circles, episode 145. Today is Wednesday, September 10th, which September 10th, we're right <laughs> in the month, 2014. I'm Amy. And I'm Darren. And thank you for joining us. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Where did September already go? Uh, I don't know. And it's still here. It's still just as hot as it was in July or August. Okay, maybe a few degrees difference. It's a but couple of degrees. But you're talking, yeah, it's not 96, it's 94. No, the uh, heat index is still hitting 100. Is it? Yeah, the other day I looked at it, it was like, uh, I don't know, 95. Feels like 101. I was like, no wonder I'm not getting anything done outside. Okay, anyhow. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I'm so jealous of anybody who's talking about apple picking or like fall foliage or you said some people, uh, you saw pictures had snow. Yeah, I'm totally jealous of you guys. Um, okay, we'll get into the knitting first. We actually have a lot to talk about this time because we have four giveaways this episode. Not that we're giving everything. I'm not pulling for anything today. But four giveaways yeah, to talk about. To announce. Okay, so you still have no FOs. You're still trudging along with your sweater? Yes. Okay. All I have are squares. This one you saw while we were hiking or camping. Um, doo -doo -doo, into the world, uh, 11th hour. I finished this one while we were, I think, still on the trip. Um, then I have this one, which is unknown. I wanted to say this is Yarn Pirate, but... Um, I think that's incorrect. At one point I knew what this is, but I have since forgotten. So here's my unknown. And then my friend Casey, once we got home, uh, I got a package from her and she sent me some scraps. And this is mustache yarns in the happy snowman colorway. So this went on the needles immediately. So thank you, Casey. And yeah, this really is a happy one. I really like this one. And that's it. Oh, tail went in the tea. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Oh, well. At least it wasn't a cattail. Oh, ew. Gross. Well, yeah, this morning I sat down with orange juice, and I was like, don't let them get their uh, get the orange juice. And you're like, they won't do that. My uh, monkey would do it just for spite. I don't think cats want orange juice. Mm. I don't think our cats want orange juice. He's curious about everything, so I think he would just stick his head or tail or paw, because you know how he likes to stick no, his that paw. that he might yeah. do. So, luckily I didn't have a cat paw in my orange juice this morning. Uh, but, yeah, that's it for FOs. Wow, that was fast. So we'll see you next week. And on to you. <laughs> All right, you, you go with works in progress. I'll have an FO eventually. Yeah. I mean. Oh, wait, although today's the day. Today's the five-week count, countdown. We leave oh, five oh, weeks oh. from today for Ryan Beck. Wow. So your sweater has to be ready, and I need a couple of days to do the... Blah, blah, blah. Blocking. Yeah, and the, the blocking and the zipper. I was about to zipper. say bind off. I'm not binding off on your sweater. That's right. It has a zipper. I forgot. Yes, and we might even have to special order it if you do, like, the uh -oh. crazy collar. Are you uh -oh. doing the crazy collar? I don't know yet. Should I do a collar that goes... It's supposed to... If you undo it, it's like a turtleneck collar, right? And it could come up to, like, here if yeah. you undo it, and you're supposed to fold it down to here. Yeah, or if it's unzipped, it's... Someone told me what it was. It's a sailor collar. Right. Or a shawl collar, like um, calligraphy. But I don't know about having a zipper right here with a beard because well, it's going to catch. the dude in the picture had catch. a beard. Yeah, well, he probably had that on for five seconds while they were taking pictures. No, she knit it for him. Like, he's the husband or boyfriend of the designer. Oh. Yeah, don't you read? <laughs> What's it read? Even, it even says that. Oh, wait, it might say that on her project notes and not in the pattern. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that in the pattern. Yeah, it might say that in the project notes because um, it, it, it cause I double-checked because he's wearing an extra small. And I was like, he looks 
big, like a big guy to be wearing an extra small. And, it, and I went and checked and her project note said um, it repeated the size and that he's very particular about his sweaters and that he loves it. And I think it's either the boyfriend or the husband of the designer. Well, so. I'm still a little, I have one jacket where the, the zipper stops right here if you zip it all the way up. The one, the jacket that you hate. Yeah, I do. I do. And, Old man jacket. And I love that jacket. And it catches, it catches my beard. And if I'm, yeah, if I'm looking this way or that way, it, it pulls. It's like it's pulling But that out. one stops right there. This one would curl over. So it may not be as bad. Yeah. So see, it would be, <laughs> it would be like that instead. I know, I look very silly. <laughs> So yeah, that's the difference, is the end of that one stops there. So you're brushing up against where the, the zipper ends. But on this one, it would continue, it would fold over. I don't see the difference. Because you wouldn't have the end of the zipper catching. There's a but difference the in whole, my head. So the, the middle part of the zipper wouldn't catch? No, because the teeth are closed. You're catching on the ends, like the little square bits of the ends. Right. But those would be like down here because it would have folded over and the ends would be down here. You would just be rubbing up against the closed teeth. Well, I like the way it looks in the pattern, so I'll probably end up doing that. So I need to look. Oh, wait, I think it even tells you where you can buy the zipper. Didn't we get one at Joanne's or something? They only go up to like yay long. Like it even to. No, I bought an extra long, uh, Hancock Fabrics or something like that. No, for, a, for one sweater, I actually, yeah, I remember went and bought them. Well, yeah, but they still only go up to so long. That one's like a specialty, like extra okay. long. I'm, I'm telling you. Okay, it is. okay. I, I, wouldn't, gotcha. I wouldn't lead you wrong. Although we could check. And we were just over there yesterday. Ah, dropping my Anyway. Water. So yeah. I forgot we were recording for a second there. What? <laughs> You're just having a conversation? Well, it's like a midnight. There the, you go. Um, but yeah, so on to works in progress, I suppose. That's what we've been talking about. <laughs> your sweater. I have no FOs. Uh, this is the, this is the first sleeve. No, it's not. Yes, it is. This is the second sleeve. Because I knit the first sleeve and it was too tight. So I left it and then I knit the second sleeve, which is finished. Oh, and here it is. Okay. And yeah, then I went back I it out. and re-knit the first sleeve. It's still your second sleeve. Actually, it's your third sleeve. <laughs> okay, this is my third <laughs> sleeve. third sleeve. My third sleeve, which will go on the... So, okay, so my second sleeve, my third sleeve will go on the second body. Yes. Dude, you need a graph chart at this point, or a flow chart. Anyway, here it is. It'll be worth it. I don't yeah, know. If it's not, great. Hey, it's if great. not, I'll wear it. Although, we're like the same size. No, it wouldn't It wouldn't fit on you. Or it would be too big on you. No. I think it's cool. It's a little form-fitting, but like you said, it's going to block. It hasn't been blocked, and... Look at the pattern. It's a form-fitting it sweater. It does right, not have right. an ease. I know. But it's going to be great. You went into this knowing that what it looked like on him. I know. It'll be fine. Okay, so that's your only progress. You haven't touched anything else. That's it. And I you have... have five weeks. Actually, I'm saying you have four weeks. Give me a week for all that extra stuff. I'd have more done, but at the end of the day, when I sit down to start working on it, I do three rows, and then Monkey jumps in my lap, and won't leave me alone. And every time I push him off my lap, he just jumps right back in my lap because he does not ever take no for an answer. Yeah. And I try to get him to come over to me. I'll put my knitting aside and I'm like, come here, look, open lap. You know, I'm totally can set down what I'm doing. Like mine's not time sensitive. And he comes, he looks at me, I'll scratch his chin and then he just goes back to you. Well, and I just give up and start petting him. And I can't, it's hard to, it's I don't know how to knit and pet a cat at the same time. <laughs> 
You need like some kind of automated cat screeching <laughs> to uh, tool. I do. Um, okay, so the only things I have on the needles right now is another square. Here it is. Um, this one also from Casey. Uh, again, she was so nice. She labeled all of her scraps. This is, I forgot who made this. Where is my, she made me a tag. I don't know what I did with it. If I were a tag, where would I be? I have the worst uh, luck with tags. Oh, and I did find that Gail's art tag. It wasn't in the RV under my seat or in my seat. It was actually still at the house. It was on the desk. As soon as I came home, it was like sitting right there. It was like, I am a tag. Um, what was I saying? Oh, it's Mind the Gap. I'm sorry, I don't remember who the dyer was. And Casey was so sweet. She was like, all the colors are not represented. But uh, I just uh, magic knotted them together. Actually, look, my magic knot is coming up. And oh, right. I'm just going to go on. But yeah, this is a very happy oh, one as well. She probably broke it to continue a stripe or something. Um, yeah, I think, was it this one? One of these she made her daughter uh, figure oh, the mitts. mitts yeah, which yeah, I think I that was the Happy Snowman. I don't think that was the Mind the Gap. I think Mind the Gap was actually socks. But uh, yeah, so I'm working on that. And then the only other thing I have on the project or on the needles is, whoop, wrong way. Hang on, tangled. Is my Larch cardigan. I have made a lot of progress since we last recorded while we were camping. Um, told you guys I didn't have any mojo, but basically when we got home, I attacked this thing. Um, figuratively and liter literally. Uh, let's see, I think the body was already finished. I don't remember what I had done while we were camping. Um, I did the collar. It is all twisted ribbing. It really sucked up the yardage. I wish I would have weighed the body before the collar and then after, but I didn't. Um, I did the collar before the arms because as I've mentioned before, I was concerned about running out of yarn. Um, I wasn't and now I kind of am again because the collar did use up so much yarn. Um, also, you'll notice that I'm doing top-down sleeves. There is a great tutorial with tons of pictures and tons of explanations online. Um, I think it's called By Golly Gumby. I may have that incorrect. But on my project page, I have taken tons of notes and I linked to the tutorial. Uh, either way, I went about this, whether doing this um, method where you pick up stitches and you knit short rows to knit a sleeve cap, uh, and then you can work in the round. Either that or doing it as the pattern called for and knitting the sleeve bottom up and then seaming it in. Either one of those was new territory for me. So either way, I learned something new. Uh, I definitely did learn something new with this. It wasn't difficult at all. Uh, normally, my sleeves are tighter gauge. We've talked about that. And the body was knit on a four. So I started doing the sleeve on a five and I realized that the gauge was going to be too loose so I did have to rip out my first sleeve cap and redo it, which wasn't a big deal. It didn't take me very long at all. Um, what did I want to say about this? I'm loving the yarn. I got this um, on sale at Mash Sheep and Wool. It is Play It Life DK uh, or Pounce of DK. It's definitely not a DK, like I said, even after blocking. Uh, oh, I did block the body separately before I started doing everything else. So yeah, even after blocking the body, this is definitely uh, what I would consider a sport weight. Um, two things about this. One, I can't seem to find it in her shop. I don't know. Maybe that's why I got it on sale because it was discontinued, but there was no mention of it being discontinued. Um, but I can't find it in her shop. There aren't many stashes. It's, on, it's in like less than 10 stashes. Uh, but the only bad thing is working with it. I love it. It's got a great feel. It's got a great color. I think it's going to pill a lot. <laughs> so, 
I need to get a good pillar. We still don't have one. We have no. a cabinet full of sweaters, and several of them really need to be defilled. And we they still do. don't have a good method. I'm kind of, that's one of those things I'm really leery about because some things I've heard, like, if you use it on your sweater and you're not, like, incredibly gentle with it, it will, like, wear a hole right through your sweater. I'm surprised you haven't found one on a Tuesday morning or something. And, well, they have, like, I've seen motorized ones, which kind of scares me. Like, I don't know, having something with, like, a razor blade, you know pulling off the pills, um, there's stones, and it's just one of those things where I can't make a decision. And stone? That, yeah, it's like a pumice stone almost, oh. and it pulls them off. So if you guys have any, like, foolproof deep pillars or deep pilling methods, let us know because, yeah. And, I, and the other day I was looking through the cabinet because I needed to, um, for this you're supposed to measure, like, another sweater that fits you. So I was pulling some sweaters out of the cabinet and measuring different things, and I was like, okay, yeah, some of these really need to be depilled. Because even though we're in the deep south, like, any excuse I have, and I'm always hot, too, so I'll wear a sweater with shorts, um, which you've seen me do that before. Sure, yeah. I probably have, too. Uh, but, yeah, any excuse to wear a sweater, I do it. So our sweaters do get a lot of wear, even though we're, like, still, like, in the high 90s here. Um, what was I going to say about this? I think that's everything. So, yeah, uh, my goal for this, let's see what's today, is to have this done by Monday. Yeah, it's totally not happening. Because that would be five weeks from start to finish. You can have that finished by Monday. The sleeves are taking longer than I anticipated. Oh. So, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Hmm. But, yeah, I'm kind of ready. No, no, I'm not kind of. I'm totally ready to have this off the needles and start something else. Uh, I actually did swatch for another sweater. I haven't blocked it yet. I just swatched it. Um, this is out of Malabrigo Rios that I bought last year at Webb's, and I'm ready to get this on the needles. Although it's funny because I've had I have had a couple of issues with the large, um, just in places where the pattern wasn't clear or things you know I wasn't quite familiar or comfortable with things. Um, but I've made it through it. But on the pattern I'm about to cast on, whenever this is done. A lot of people have said that this pattern is really vague. So I'm going from like one frustrating sweater to another maybe. But I think they all said that before there was an update to this pattern. I think there's since been an update. Ooh. I thought you said you wanted to knit uh, me a sweater. Sneeze. Excuse me. Sorry. You're okay. Oh, no. Are you allergic to that? No. It's just, oh, you, the other day I walked outside to check the mail, and, like, you could just, and the wind was blowing, and you sh could just see everything in the air. <laughs> I was like, oh. Uh, I think a lot of it was coming from our fountain grasses, actually. Um, now, I told you, this one is for me, that you have to pick a color that you want, and I will knit you a sweater. Oh, I know. Or you want this one. That's pretty nice. <laughs> okay. Do you have a pattern? Uh, a few. Do you really? I actually looking, really do, I yeah. was looking at patterns the other day. Okay, well, maybe I'll skip doing a frustrating sweater and... Oh, yeah, because that's when I said we could even have the same color sweater. Like, we both have gray sweaters. Why can't we both have bluish-green sweaters? So, I don't yeah, know. Why not? Maybe. But, yeah, show after we record, show me your patterns. And, I will. And then I'll see if they correspond with any that I was looking at. Because I went through the other day on my... Uh, Ravelry messages because I'm terrible about responding to people and I just recently <laughs> responded to some that were months old. That's, that's, that's really that's terrible. Awful. I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm not good at uh, keeping up with it. I'm a procrastinator. 
And I too. <laughs> you had sent me just a link that was to a sweater. I don't remember did? the name of it. You did. Well, yeah. it must have been a while back. I know. So I'm going to pull that up. I sound nasally too. I do. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, that's why I have tea. I was thinking it would make me feel better. But was there a, were you going somewhere else with the sweater? Is no, it, no. Okay. Just, you sent me one a long time ago and I really like it. Oh, okay. All right. Um, is that everything for fiber? Oh, spinning. I did spinning while we were on our trip. Let's see. We recorded... We recorded, what, Saturday morning, then we went hiking, and then, yeah, Saturday night I spun actually a pretty good bit because it ended up raining, um, but it's still in the bobbin, so I'm not going to dig that out and show it to you guys. It wasn't quite enough to really show anyhow. Um, it's some Southern Cross. It's my only Southern Cross fiber, and I've had it in the stash for a while. I was kind of hoarding it, and I was like, okay, this is silly. I need to go ahead and use it. But, uh, yeah, I've got that on the other, on the e-spinner. That's not needles. It's the e-spinner. You still haven't touched a wheel. Yeah, we'll get back into it. Well, I felt really dumb uh, last time I recorded because after we recorded, I went and did some videos and I put those at the end of last episode. Yeah. And I forgot to do a video of the falls. <laughs> so, well, we had already so hiked there twice. That's true. But still, it's like the and most spectacular part of the whole trip and I didn't do a video of it. Well, yeah, you could have done it from above right before we left. I just wasn't thinking. Yeah. Okay, well, we're on to miscellaneous and off-topic anyhow. So speaking of hiking... Um, okay, so we recorded Saturday morning while we were on our camping trip, and thank you, everyone seemed to really enjoy it, so thank you for the positive feedback. Uh, when we were recording, like, I really didn't think the cicadas were that loud, and then we got home and you processed everything, and I was skimming through it, and I was like, there are bugs! I'm like, was there a cicada, like, on the camera? They were but, just everywhere. Yeah, they were just everywhere, and I, I liked the sound, so I didn't realize it was quite that loud, and I didn't think the microphone was going to pick it up so much, but, uh... Also, when you're there, you just, you just... Get used to it. You don't. After a while, your brain just filters it out, and you don't even hear it anymore because yeah. it's a constant buzz. Well, yeah, hum. like when I worked in that place that had all those candles, right. and people would walk in and say, "How can you work in here?" I was like, "I don't smell it anymore." Uh, I guess the same thing for people who work in like uh, what is it, Bed Bath and Beyond? Right. No, wait, uh, Bath and Body Works. Well, you yeah, yeah. that too. But uh, yeah, so thank you. Everyone seemed to uh, really enjoy that episode. Um, we'll try to record again when we're out and about. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to get to do our September trip. Because A, we're already like halfway through September and we haven't really planned anything. And then B, the only time that we had available is like, what, two and a half weeks before Rhinebeck. Right. And so it was kind of hard to get like... Hard to, hard to leave for five days, come back for a few weeks, and then leave for, what, seven to eight days. Yeah, eight so days. So I don't think that's, that's going to happen, but I really, really wanted to go. It's in Tennessee. Really it's one of the places too. where we went uh, in April. No, yeah, it was April. It was in right. March. Um, it's one of the places we wanted to go back. They've added some stuff, and I, I really wanted to see the fall foliage and just really enjoy cool weather and go explore that area again. So, yeah, maybe we'll have to go again next spring, but again, fall foliage. But eh, it'll all work out. But yeah, so we, unfortunately, we don't think we're going to be able to do that. But uh, for this trip, we actually did, let's see, what did we do before we recorded? We had hiked the gorge, that's when I got stung by the bee, and then we did... That was, the, we weren't there for 10 minutes and you got stung by the bee. Yeah, which it's totally fine, but we had hiked the gorge, and we had hiked... That was it. That was all the hiking we had done. And then we did the bike, a little bit of bike riding, and you had done some bike riding. Yes. 
And that was it. That was it. And then we recorded, and then after that we did a ton of hiking. Um, if you've never been, or if you're interested, or if you've never been to Gadsden or Nakalula, um, they actually have three different, uh, it's not trail systems, but they have three different, like, trails, I guess. Uh, the Gorge Trail, where you go down and there's the creek and you see the waterfall. Um, that one, it's kind there's a there's one trail that's kind of marked. Uh, a lot of the marks are old, they're, they're spray paint. Um, so a lot of those are faded. The trail's kind of overgrown. But there's two or different, two or three different kind of trails. Whether people were using like the high up trail or wanting to be down by the creek. So there's kind of two or three that have kind of been built over the years. Um, there, that one's really not maintained. Like I said, a lot of it's overgrown. Unfortunately, that one has uh, a lot of litter. Depending on when you go, it's really sad. Um, so that's one trail, but you get to see, you could do lots of, you know, rock climbing and, well, not like traditional rock climbing, like skipping rocks or whatever. What is that considered? Rock, what? rock jumping, rock hopping. I, I don't know the term. Yeah, well, there's a term for it, but you can do that and you can see the waterfall, you can go behind the waterfall. So that's one trail. Then they added a new trail that's like, what, six feet wide, seven feet wide? The, um, the one that gravel. has the gravel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it's really super wide. It's what, maybe three, four miles, give or take? I think so. Because you, you rode the whole thing. Um, you can, you know, there's no, it's just like a leisurely, it does. Uh, it's steep. It, when you don't think about it when you're walking it, like going down, because it starts, if you start at the Nakalula Park, it starts going downhill and you're like, oh, this is nice. And then coming back up, like, I'm like in fairly good shape. And I got winded walking it, much less trying to ride it. I was like, yeah, I'm just walking my bike at this point. Um, so then there's that, like, you know, if you're not really into hiking, but you want to kind of see what's going on, um, there's that one. And then they've got a bunch of new trails, which are off of that main wide trail. Mm -hmm. Is there a different name for those? Or there's all Probably. considered like the Nakalula trail system? It's probably all part of Nakalula, but it's, uh, I mean, they have different colors. Well, they, they're all color-coded, yeah. yeah, which was really cool. And then all of those are new, and those are like a regular path, you know, like what, foot and a half wide, give or take? Yeah, and you can bike all of those. Yeah, which you did. You can't bike the one going down to the water pole. Oh, no. It's impossible. No, yeah, it's literally impossible. Um, and then you, yeah, you biked the big one the wide one and all the little yes. wooded ones i did so yeah so basically like any kind of even on some of those bike. i had to stop and <laughs> carry my bike over the rocks there yeah. were some just some really big rocks and some parts where it washed out and i don't know maybe somebody in their bike could get through it not me well yeah with more experience but yeah it's a really neat area because pretty much whatever type of like light hiking you want to do it's available um I really liked it. And they're supposed to extend those ones that are in the woods. They're supposed to extend those again. Like, they're just going to keep adding to it. I think we kind of got, uh, got off on one. Remember where we weren't sure which way to go? What? Right. You're looking at me weird. What's no, going no, on? No, no, no. Is my hair doing some bizarre no, thing? No, you have one hair that's doing that. It's oh. kind of funny. They probably can't see it. It's just shiny from my perspective. Oh, okay. But, no, I was just thinking. There was a trail I don't think that we did. I did. But we didn't do it because it was all the way at the end of the gravel road. Oh, in the other town? Uh, I guess. And then it goes off of the gravel and it follows like a little creek for a little ways. Oh. It circles around and then comes back up. We didn't do that one together. Oh, 
I did that one on my bike. That sounds nice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So that'll be something when we go back to do. Oh, that was another thing. You didn't want to go because we had been twice walk or hiking in the gorge, and you thought like, oh, this is gonna be the same old, same old. But we had never been on those other trails. Like you didn't even realize like it was. I didn't know all that was even there. Yeah, but yeah, it was a really good trip. Um, it ended up storming Sunday or Saturday night, but we cooked on campfires like right before. Like we were like over our shoulders, and you could see it like coming. Everyone was like, hurry up, hurry up. So we actually made it. Uh, lesson learned, try to put up as much as possible before the rain actually gets there because we left some stuff out thinking like, oh, we'll clean up later. Yeah. So yeah, definitely try to put away as much as possible before like the downpour starts. So that was a lesson learned. Um, what else? That was about it, uh, except for the two deer that we saw. Did yes. we mention that? No, I didn't mention that. On one of the trails we're going through and... You heard something and you said, oh, it's a squirrel. Where is it? Because they have those uh, black squirrels up there, which are really cool. Black squirrel. And we stopped to look and, we, and listen and we didn't hear anything. And then we keep walking and then there's these two deer up on top of the hill. Yeah, a couple yards away. And then, they, and then they took off and also. they stopped. And then we tried to go walk around and find them. We never could find them. So either they were hunkering down or, or they just got away. Quietly. Yeah, they must have gotten away quietly. But uh, yeah, it was really that neat because I was expecting a squirrel and then these two giant deer, which they, uh, they didn't have horns, so they were what females does. Right, does. Um, but yeah, that was really awesome. And then we were hiking in another part and we were just, you know, kind of talking and walking and this giant uh, hawk, or not hawk, owl flew from one tree to another and he stopped and he turned his neck and he looked at me. I mean, he gave me like stink eye and I was like, oh, that's so cool. So of course I grabbed my phone and I'm trying to get a picture of him. And he was so silent. Like if I wouldn't have looked at that exact spot at that exact moment, I would have never known he was there. He was so silent. And he was huge. He was extremely huge. And then you looked, oh wait, was he the one you looked up uh, when we got home? Or that was the one that you heard out here in the woods? I think it was the same thing. I think it was a barred owl. Okay. But yeah, that was pretty awesome. And I never did see a black squirrel, which they're supposed to be like famous for their black squirrels. And I've seen them in the past, but like I didn't see one like this trip. But uh, yeah, it was a good trip. It was nice to get away for a couple of days. I really wish we could do our Tennessee trip this month, but... I guess that means we'll just like save all of our energy for the giant yeah. Rhinebeck road trip. Which is kind of crazy because we just did that epic road trip in May and now we're doing it again. We kind of need to have our heads examined. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Well, at least this time, like if I get tired, I'll be able to like go in the back and sleep because I can't really sleep sitting up in a car. So that was one of the things. And I'll be able to keep driving. Hey, I told you I did not want to drive that thing when we bought it. It's so easy. I just, I've driven it a couple of miles, but I still have, like, bad memories of when I drove a delivery van and, like, bumped into a couple of things. Okay, it was usually when I was pulling in to get gas and, like, they have the little thing on the end. Also, you were, what, 16 then? Uh, no, 19. Still. Okay, yeah, was, oh gosh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, okay, is that everything? Like, for real? That's like, it. so the everything else is giveaways? I think so. Wow, okay. We have, oh, and we also have a review, which is part of one of the giveaways. We have four things to mention. Um, 
just in case, I have everything written down, but um, for giveaways, you have to be a member of the group. So go over to Ravelry. Uh, it's Knitting in Circles podcast group. Um, you have to be a member to win any of the prizes. And also, you want to just double check um, anything I say, just in case I misspeak, because I don't want to. I have everything written down, but I was watching a tutorial the other day on Photoshop. Um, and like this person has lots of tutorials and she was going through because um, I was trying to learn something new because I'm really into back into digital scrapbooking right now and she was saying that your resolution has to be 30 and she meant obviously 300 right and you know you could see on the screen that it said 300 but she said you know people just misspeak um, and this is someone who does tons of tutorials um, but yeah she said the resolution had to be 30 instead well, of 300 <laughs> anybody who knows anything about Photoshop or graphic design knows that. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm saying like sometimes like you misspeak. Sure, I do it. I do it all the time, so I get that. Okay, so let's see. First, okay, a couple of these I don't have anything to show you, so you'll have to go over to the Ravelry board anyhow to see pictures of things. Um, the first thing we have is a giveaway for a shawl pattern. If you have anyone who loves sci-fi or who's a Trekkie in your life, you definitely need to go put in for this one. It is the Batlip Shawl Pattern by Kimberly, who is Kimberlolly. Uh, she's from the Giving Flower uh, Podcast and Designs. And it's a really new design. I saw it, I think the day it came out, I saw it on her page. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. And of course, I had to call you over. Um, but yeah, if you know anything about Star Trek, it's a Klingon Batlip. And it uses fingering weight yarn, which I think is really clever. And it's just a really awesome design. It is cool. And I love how she took her project pictures, so go over and check that out. So we have a copy of that that Kimberly has donated. Um, and that one ends on September 22nd. The first two are going to end on September 22nd. And then the other two will be farther along. I actually have to open them and look at the calendar. Um, okay, so that's the first thing. So if you, like I said, if you know anybody who's a Trekkie or anyone who likes sci-fi or if you just like a really cool shawl pattern, it's funny because once you're wearing it, like, you don't know what it is. Like, when it's flat. Oh, right, the way it yeah. holds around. Yeah, and it's just a really clever design, so definitely go check that out. Um, second thing we have, okay, uh, Eliza from Yarn Mugger. She was so sweet. She sent us, which I didn't realize she was sending us some as well. She sent us each a set of stitch markers. Mine are birds on a branch, and then yours are the foxes. Fox plural is foxes, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, it's not fox. Okay. Okay. Foxes. I don't know why for a second there I was like, wait, okay, what's the plural of fox? Um, these are really cute. Her packaging is adorable. Everything is really, really well done. Um, also, the way she does her tag with the pin, um, the pin will not only help you store your stitch markers, but you can actually use it as a stitch holder. When I was doing, uh, these came after I had to, I'd passed this point, but with this pattern, um, I had to hold these stitches on a marker or on a holder, and this would have been perfect to hold those stitches. So thank you, Eliza, for sending us these sets, which I really, I was about to take them apart and use them, and I was like, no, I'll wait, because I yeah. needed markers for this. So those are going to get use. And then for you guys, this is an amazing set. Again, you're probably not going to be able to see it on screen, but I did take pictures. Uh, it's in the thread. Um, this is her Woodland Creature set, and I think this is actually an expanded version of the one that she has in her shop because this is nine pieces, and I think the one that she has in her shop is eight pieces. Um, it's so adorable. It has different, speaking of owl, hoot, hoot, 
Oh, and there's a squirrel. Squirrel and owl. Oh, wait, and there's a deer. There's everything from our camping trip. Um, there are several deer, and then this one is actually one of the special ones that has a lobster claw. So if you need to put this on like the front or the back to mark a certain side of your project, which I love lobster claw um, markers, but it has, let's see, it has a fox, it has a squirrel, it has a couple of birds, actually it has two foxes, um, it has a couple of deer. So this is really awesome, and her packaging is super cute. When I opened these and I saw all these, I actually said wow out loud, which I don't think you were near me when I, nope. when I opened these. So these are Eliza from uh, Yarn Mugger. And in addition to donating this set, she's giving you guys a coupon code um, through October 15th. It is KIC15. So KIC15 for Knitting in Circles. And that will give you 15% off in her shop. So again the markers, and a coupon code. So thank you, Eliza. So there's that. Um, okay, for our next giveaway, we have an ebook from Cooperative Press. They just sent us one to review, and... It's called Sock Architecture. And then, is the designer, would you say Lara or Laura? Laura. It looks, it looks like Lara. Laura. I was, okay, because I was curious. I always hate mispronouncing people's names, but I was curious about that one. Um, Heels, Toes, and Techniques for Knitting Awesome Socks. Choose from 17 sock patterns or design your own. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> We're both talking at the same time. Uh, yeah, this has, like I said, 17 different sock patterns, but it's also all the different heels and toes and cuffs and gussets and all these different techniques that you can do. I'll just show, uh, let's see, I'm trying to get to one. Yeah, like here's one. And this can be for a first time sock knitter if you've never knit a sock before it explains everything yeah it goes over measuring your foot right uh, it even shows pictures of people measuring their feet it's really really detailed it's 138 pages mm -hmm. um, now you did mention there are 17 patterns i did want to note um here's the pattern page where it's an overview some of these um are the same pattern i'd say probably half of them are the same pattern but it's available in both top up and Wait, bottom up and top down, and that considers or that counts as two patterns versus one. So you're getting the same texture, but you can knit it two different ways. So you're not getting 17 unique textures. Right. You're getting 17 different patterns, whether you choose to go up, top up or top down. But that's one of the things in a pattern that most people say. They say, oh, I hate doing you know, toe up, I'd rather do cup down, or vice versa. Yeah, and, most you know, of them so are you go. transposable, yeah. Right. But yeah, so. see, here's more of, um, I was going to say video footage, photos of uh, foot shapes and taking measurements. It even goes into gauge. I mean, it's really incredibly detailed. But for me, it wasn't the pattern so much that drew me in versus the techniques and all the different, if you like trying anything new or if you're maybe doing a heel or a toe or a gusset that you're not really enjoying or you you just want to expand your knowledge really. Or even I suppose if you're a designer and you just like doing different uh, yeah. different techniques for it's, it'd be a great resource for that too I would guess. Um, and yeah like you were saying earlier the way that they do a lot of these I'm trying to find one that you can see it it's done is that a good one? They use two yeah. different color yarns when they're doing different techniques so you can see how it changes 
uh, and it really pops out on the pictures. The pictures are really great. All yeah. their pictures and all their books are always really yeah. well and done. And as I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, I want to try that toe. I want to try that toe. For me, I think I'm always looking for toes more than anything. Like, I'm pretty, you know, I have a couple of heels that I like, you know, and I have a couple of gussets or whatever that I like. But with toes, I'm never quite happy with the way my toe turns out. Like, I'm always, you know, ready to tweak that. But this has some amazing techniques. Um, now, some, to honestly, some of the heels don't look incredibly comfortable to me. Uh, a couple of them look like you would almost be stepping on, uh, like, a gathering of yarn or a ridge. We were talking about that. Right. But just because that's... I'm not one I would use for my foot. It doesn't mean someone else with a different foot structure wouldn't actually, you know, absolutely love that one. So there's really, I mean, it really, this is one of those books for if you're a sock knitter or want to get into sock knitting, there's really something for everyone because there's simply so much in here. This, the gusseted afterthought heel, step by step. I mean, look at the, oh, wow. look at all the different photos that are on there. It really goes into detail. On, the, on this, it's really cool. Yeah, and now there is some math. As I was scrolling through uh, the other day, I did notice there were some equations, but I think because of the amount of explanation that everything has, that it's really uh, doable, and I don't think like the math would be anything off-putting on this. But yeah, um, and you said you looked it up. This one is sixteen ninety-five. Yes. Um, so, 138 pages, I think yeah. it was. And the amount of techniques, this is really, this is one of those, um, uh, what do you call it, like guides that you would go back to, a reference book, that's what right. I'm trying to say, a reference book that you would go back to and reference for different socks and different techniques. So I think this is a really good one, and they're giving away a copy, so I will go ahead and put that up on the Ravelry group. And yeah, I think it's definitely one you guys need to check out if, like I said, if you're interested in socks. Um, and I think you don't have to be, I think it's, again, something for everybody, whether you're new to socks or like you, you've been knitting, like that's, besides your occasional sweater or shawl, like uh -huh. you're pretty much a sock knitter. For, yeah. So I would, so yeah, as a sock knitter, what would you think? Like, is this one you would recommend? Absolutely, sure. Um, okay, so again, that is Stock Arch Architecture by Cooperative Press and Laura, or Lara Neal, and we will have one of those to give away. And then the last thing that we have for the giveaway, again, I don't have it because with this one, it's going to be a project bag, but it's going to be winner's choice of whatever is in her shop at the time. So uh, Nancy... Um, who is Nanny Knitter. She's from Front Range Bags. She actually has a new Etsy shop. Um, she's sending um, bags for each of us to review, but she's also doing a giveaway. And like I said, um, we'll have that go probably until the next next time we record. Yeah, because that'll give you guys a little bit extra time. Yeah, just give everybody a little bit of extra time because these first two went a little bit extra because right. I put them on. Um, before we recorded, or after we recorded last time. So those were three weeks. So yeah, we'll do this one for uh, four weeks, just give you guys some extra. But um, she's Front Range Bags. She has a new Etsy store, and she just opened a Ravelry group, so she'll be posting photos there. But when we do the drawing, it will be winner's choice of one of the bags in her shop. So that way, instead of you just having the one bag to enter for, you can choose from whatever's in her store at the moment. Um, in addition to her donating a bag, she's also doing a coupon code, which will go to the end of the year. 
So I actually double checked. I read her message twice. It goes to December 31st and it's a 20% coupon. So it is KIC20. Again, knitting in circles, KIC20. And that is front range bags. So yeah, a lot of generosity going. So I'm really excited about really all cool. the giveaways that we have. Everything is really uh, unique in a different unique in a different way. That's kind of an oxymoron or redundant. But like no, there's a little bit of something for everyone. There's the shawl pattern. There's the markers. We've got an ebook or for socks, and then we have a project bag. So it's very diverse. Yes. And also a couple of other people have contacted me. Everyone's being like so generous. Um, a couple of other people have contacted me or have been in contact, and they would like to donate some stuff. Wow, So, cool. yeah, we'll have some pretty good uh, giveaways going this next little bit. I think that's everything. <sighs> that was a lot. That was a lot. I thought this was going to be quick. No, not after I, yeah. After I started <laughs> making the notes, I was like, wow, that's a lot of giveaways. That's awesome. Because we just recorded, you know, it was, what, last week? So. Yeah, but I didn't have this behemoth sweater with me. That's true. I will make it through the sweater. I don't think I'm going to finish it by Monday, though. Dang it. I really wanted to. Oh, I don't think I said anything because this is sitting over here and I didn't have it with me last time. Firefly. Um, Ellison, she's fabulous. She gifted me this Firefly bag, and I've had it actually, I've had it as long as that's been on the needle. So it's been here about a month. I don't know. I don't think I've shown it because... I was using it to alternate skeins, and then I didn't have it with me when we were camping. But everyone at SSK was really, really trying to get her to open an Etsy shop. Right now, she doesn't have one, but there's a possibility she will be opening an Etsy shop. But this is awesome Firefly! And then it has the Jane hat on the inside. And I love this bag. And at this point, I should upgrade this to a bigger bag, but I love, yeah, a bigger bag, but I love this one so much that it just goes in a drawer at night. But yeah, thank you, Ellison. I love it. Love my firefly bag. It is very cool. Yeah. And Piper likes sticking her head in it. She does it to all of me. I know, but she really, because this one's really the way, some of my other ones aren't as deep. So this one's really deep and she's really tiny, so she can get really far in here. But well, so she far. Doesn't, she doesn't do that to mine because it doesn't, it doesn't stay open. No. Oh, well, well, yeah, you can fold down the top. That's what I do yeah. with those. I love but those. But I lie it down. I don't. I don't want her to stick her head in it. <laughs> Although the other day you left it on the ground and she almost stole it. I did. You Well, not on the ground, on the living room floor on the rug. Um, and yeah, I saw her sneaking over there. I was like, what is she doing? I think she was about to burrow in it. <laughs> <laughs> she was about to claim that for her own. Okay, I think that really is everything. But yeah, I, just I, think had, so. I had to show I love that Firefly bag. Now I want to go watch Firefly and knit socks. I can't wait to get in that. That uh, ebook really makes me want to get back to knitting socks again. I really yeah, enjoy. and considering like that fingering weight yarn is the majority of our stash, I know. you kind of need to get back to knitting socks. I know. So, yeah, I guess you'll go show me what sweater you were talking about. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll knit you a sweater? Or maybe I'll just order. Oh, wait, no, I couldn't knit you a sweater out of this. That's why. I wouldn't have enough. I just barely have enough, because um, I bought when I bought this, I bought it for a specific pattern, and I only bought five skeins. There's no way I'm getting a sweater for you out of five skeins of this. No. So, and Melissa helped me. We laid them all out on the floor, and she helped me pick out the closest colors. So these are pretty, uh, pretty good dial-up match. But for yours, I'd have to have at least one, maybe two more skeins. Okay. Well, well, that way you can pick out your own color, unless you really <laughs> do like that color. 
No, I'll pick it up. Okay. But yeah, I'll knit you a sweater. By the end of the year, I'll knit you a sweater. How's okay. that? You don't have to. I have plenty. No, I'm... All right, fine. I, was gonna... <laughs> I would want to knit you a sweater. If you don't want it, I'm sure somebody else would want a hand-knit sweater. Actually, no one we know around here would. No, that's true. Yeah, I really wouldn't uh, knit anyone. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no one that we know, like, super locally that I would. All right, I guess that's everything. That's yep. it. Okay, we will see you guys in two weeks. Don't forget to go over to the Ravelry board and enter for all these awesome giveaways. So thank you for watching, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You're not going to do it? <laughs>